All right, it's another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. My name is Joel Pavone, and I got Sean Ducha and Josue Pavone. Three man crew is back. We're going to talk about Celtics, obviously. They're doing their thing this month, five game winning streak. But first, before we get into some Celtics talk, we're actually going to do our top 25, our, our, our yearly list between the three of us. Uh, You've been waiting for it. I feel, like it, I feel like it's been a while. I, you know, we do this yearly. I don't think, we, I feel like we didn't do it last season because of like everything that's been going on in the world, like a pandemic, for instance. But Celtics sucked last year. <laughs> yeah, that, but I feel like, like, like last season, the season before was just like all combined. But, anyways, we're going to get into that and we're going to, you know, take our trip around the NBA like we always do with, uh, in case you missed it. And, uh, I believe we're also going to look ahead with, uh, Sean Dutra. As we <laughs> you, well, you would say that first. You would say in case you missed it first. Like, uh, that's, that, that, that's the slam dunk contest of the night. Water. And then, uh, I guess we'll take a, I guess we'll look ahead. <laughs> well, cool. If we go chronological, I'm more important, okay? So I mean, look I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing topics. So like, whatever happens, happens. So we usually just kind of just do what we do here. By the way, shout out to Sway. Uh, reporting live from the gem, LaGuardia, from LaGuardia, of all, of all gems, <laughs> airports. Like, if you have to pick an airport to be doing a podcast at, would you not pick LaGuardia? Because I think you would. I think you would pick LaGuardia. All day, bro. All day tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I don't know how do we move on from there, but we're going. We're, go, we're out, going to we're shout out to Newark, New Jersey. I guess you know. Yeah. Shout out to Newark. Yeah, he's gonna have. He's gonna go get a one on one with Kyrie. You know, to talk about how, how things are gonna be lifted there, mandate wise. But anyways, maskless, maskless, and all. You hopping in this top twenty five? Let's hop in the top twenty five real quick. Um, we'll start with you, Sean. You seem the most amped here out of the three of us. I'm very amped because it's been a while since we've been doing these top twenty five, and this is the first year where I feel like my artistic freedom is like open like it's okay you can you can you don't have to choose the old school top five anymore you know what i mean like there's not an old school top five that exists in the nba so i'm very excited about the list i want to break this out we're going to go through top fives we'll pass it around pass the baton around five by five by five as we normally do so 25 through 21 uh yeah sure shoot 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 all right so all right Number 25 on my list, I got Chris Middleton. I think he sort of always snakes in the top five for me. Uh, but he won the championship last year, so you can't not put him in for me, from my perspective. Uh, an all-star, perennial all-star. Sort of taking that Chris Bosch role, I feel like, of uh, always making the all-star team, but no one ever thinks he's a legitimate, uh, you know, superstar. Okay, hold on real quick, though. I'm, I... I hear you on that, but the thing about Middleton Middle that everyone has to give him props for is just how consistent he is. Like literally, like, his numbers across the board are the exact same from last year. And obviously, he was a big part of that championship team, the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. And I don't know, but I'm, but I'm with you. It, it's just hard for him to crack the top twenty when like there's just so many other players. No, I hear you, Sway. Like 100 percent consistent, yeah. consistently. Like I wanted to give him a bump, but I, I, I have him somewhere similar to where you, where you have him. I just couldn't. It was tough. No, he's consistently an all-star, so he always makes the all-star team, which is good. And I think he should. And that's what I relate him to Chris Bosh as, because if we, we were doing this when Chris Bosh was there, he was always in our 20 to 25 range. He was never going to – but he was a consistent all-star. I think, like, you know, that's just where he's going to live, and it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Number 24, I probably got my most controversial uh, pick out of these five, but I have uh, DeAndre Ayton as number 24. I, I have Aiton in as number twenty-four. Uh, I think he's the fourth best center in the league, and that's saying something in the league full of uh, 
solid centers. And hey, the the Suns made it to the finals last year. They've won fifty eight games this year. Has he missed some time? Yeah, but I I think that when he is the key to that team and how far they go. So I have Aiden in 24, 24, and I'm sure you guys already have him in the top twenty five. I don't know, do you? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I like him. Number yeah, where do so? Hey, I'm telling you, my artistic freedom has been like I've unleashed this list, man. I could just I could just hear Tunis now. Damn right he is. Damn right. Number twenty three, I got Zach Levine on the Chicago Bulls. And number twenty three. As opposed to the LA Clippers, Zach Levine? No, as opposed to um Zach Levine. Ah, Levine. Gotcha, yo. Don't want to get confused. Gotcha, gotcha. Not to be confused with. I thought you were gonna say Zach Levine. My bad. Oh well, yeah, Lavinia's an also an also way you can confuse him with with the Lavinia. But no, this is Zach Levine. <laughs> uh, uh, he made number twenty three. Number twenty two. I really wanted to put this guy higher. I really did because I uh, he made the All Star team for the first time this year, and he's the best player by far on his team. And I think he's has potential to go to a team and be a number two on the championship team. That's Dejounte Murray. Uh, I wanted to put him higher, but I just couldn't. There's, I just could. All right, I think that's a that's a pretty good way to start off. Um, Number twenty. Wait, hold on. Let me get to twenty one. All right, all right. My fault. Am I going to? I'm going to twenty one. I'd be surprised to hear how you guys think, but I got Pascal Siakam at number twenty one, and he's my only Toronto Raptor on the list. Wow. Um. I mean, the fact that you thought he was on drugs not too long ago. Drugs and all, baby. Hey, he, he's got, he's he's done a complete turnaround for you. You know. Uh, that that is amazing. I don't, I don't. I thought once you got somebody pegged as a druggie, that's that's how they're gonna stay. Oh no, 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 drug. Sean Bleeding second chance. Yeah, <laughs> he's recovery. always been, he's always been about that. Recovery, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth chances. Oh yeah, week. that's right, that's right. How could I forget? He thought um, Markel Fultz was on drugs at one point, and he's like, he's he's still <laughs> he's still you know he's he, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make that turnaround at some point in his uh in his career. That's next season. He'll make a look next yeah. year, right? Yeah. To be honest, to be honest, I don't think Markel Fultz has a drug problem. I think he's got an alcohol problem. Everybody waits. <laughs> From one substance to another. I get it. I get it. Jermaine yeah. so, trips uh, around the world and busy, huh? Seriously. That's my first five. How do you like my first five? Any, anything? How's it feel? Uh, other than the Aiden? I, I, Unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that's Sean these days, huh? Let's go with you, Sway. Let's... um. Let's let's break down your your first five. All right, let's do it. How we doing, guys? I had to go check on my flight real quick. Oh, no, he had to get up a tater tot. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no tots this time, Sean. No tots. No tots at the airport. No. no, no, we're not doing that tonight. We're not doing that. Laguardia, Laguardia's not the spot <laughs> for the tots, apparently. No. Very, very uh, overrated tots here, at Laguardia. Man. No, I'm just kidding. Tots are tots. I'm doing a tots tonight. LaGuardia is out of the best podcasting airports of all time. Out. You guys ready? Number 25, Sean. Yeah. One's for you, bro. Got Jalen Brown. 25. Wow. All right. Wow. Listen, hear me out. We talk about Chris Middleton, how consistent he is. That used to be Jalen Brown. That hasn't been him this year. And look, that's not a huge knock, all right? It's not like he's off the list altogether. He was pretty damn close, at least in my opinion. But a couple 30, 30, um, Point game this month, I, I thought, you know, helped his chances a bit on my list. Um, obviously, what the Southerners are doing, he's a big part of that. So that that helped him as well. 
But yeah, I just, I just want, I just want to see that um, consistency. His shooting, you know, he was always that guy. He was always hovering closer to fifty percent than forty from the floor. He was always a better three point shooter than he is this year. You know, these, these thirty splits, like dipping down to thirty. You know, uh, some nights where he just sort of disappeared on the Celtics, and I don't know the Celtics. This is before the, the whole turnaround, but even during the turnaround, you know, Tatum is obviously taking a huge leap, and I, I still think Jalen's on his, on the on his way of doing that. I love the fact that he's attacking the rim more often. He's starting to find more of his flow on offense. He doesn't just shy away like he used to before. Like, I remember before when, when he was ice cold, he would just stay in his lane or stay in that corner, you know, waiting for the three-point shot. If it wasn't there, you know, he'd give you like a 12-point quarter, and then he would disappear, you know. So I'm trying to – I want to go back to being more consistent. It looks like he's on the pace of doing that. But with all that being said, man, I got him at 25. Um, oh, that's low. To be honest, that's low. It is. It is. But it, this it's a lot of good players this year, man. A lot of people who've made leaps, including this guy. I'll You're more. You just talked about him, Zach Levine. Okay. You think you think Jalen's had a better season than Zach Levine? Yes, I, I don't do. think so. I do. Nah, I don't think so, man. I mean, granted, Chicago's dropped a bit. They're not the same Chicago team that they were, but the way they came out of the gate, the way they've been uh, relevant all year long, the way they've been playing better defense, in my opinion, I didn't expect them to defend this well. And that's a big reason why I thought they'd be fighting for playoff position right now. But no, it hasn't has been the case. I think the biggest thing about Zach Levine that shows his worth to that team is like when he did start like missing games, they were winning. But when he missed it, the period of time, they were dropping games left and right, and they just haven't been the same. Yeah, he, he's key to that team. Yeah, he is. That's true. That's true. We'll get. We, he got a teammate that that that's higher on my list, but we'll get to, we'll get to him later. He, he's way later. Um, Zach will be number twenty four. Number twenty three. I got Rudy Gobert. Um, I don't know. What's up? Go ready to make your list? No, he can't make the li- any list. Top twenty five. Just because he was, uh, what's it, what do you call him, patient zero or whatever it was? Patient zero of the NBA. No, I, he shut down the NBA, so I do not allow him. Sean doesn't forget. All right, gotcha. Nothing to do with basketball. All right, I was going to say, what you got? Two doesn't number 22. forget. <laughs> Tucci doesn't forget. <laughs> number 22, I got Chris Middleton. Um, yeah. we, talk, we talked about him a few minutes ago. Uh, yeah, the fact that like his shooting percentages are identical to last year, I, I just think there's a lot to be said about that. You know, you look at the, across the Eastern Conference, so many teams got better, and he's just been solid. He hasn't dropped the ball, you know. So, um, yeah, I said plenty about him earlier. And then number uh, 21, I got um, Gobert's teammate, Donovan Mitchell. Did you play enough games? You guys got him on there? All right, cool. We, we had a, we can get into it later, but we had a huge discussion about who shouldn't, who should make the list, how many games they played. I didn't know if he was if he's on the bubble, but I, I, I put him on mine. No, man, I hear you. I, I was extremely disappointed, like, especially after seeing him, what, drop 38 in a loss last night against the Celtics. Like, I'm extremely disappointed of where I put him on the list this year because he shouldn't be – he should be fighting to be way higher than my, where I have him, where you have him. Yeah, he should be, but, yeah, that's true. It's just so many – guard-driven league, you know? We always talk about point guards, but just guards in general. There's so many good guards. Like, that's a- why I drafted like nine of them in my fantasy league, and I was fucked because I had to make trades and stuff. <laughs> like it's just, it's just so many good guys, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Joel, what you got, man? Twenty five. What you got? Yeah, top twenty. Top twenty gets crazy. I can't wait. All right, uh, at number twenty five, I got Chris Middleton. Hey, me too, man. All right, number twenty four, I got. Uh, I know it's how Sean feels about this guy, but uh, I got Rudy. I got Rudy Gobert at uh, Gobert at number twenty four. All right, I'm. On, I'm sorry, man. He's the He's the reigning defending defensive player of the year. He is he is also also the reigning reason for now, Joel. Just for now, <laughs> just for now. I know, just for now, because that that's going to change real soon. You know, it's going to be a guard that's going to win it. He's coming year. for you. 
It's coming for you, Mark. Mark, it's right. coming for you, Rudy. He's coming. Hold on, real quick. I love how, like, so many Celtics players are just trying to, trying to dunk on him. They try to, like, score on him. Tatum, like, forced through a triple team just to get to him so he can put him on a poster. Like, I love that. I love that. Like, yo, you ain't no defensive player of the year. Get out of here. This is, this is going on your, this is going on your tape. Tom. Exactly. Exactly. Put it on the tape. And go watch Marcus tape what he's been doing this year. I love it. And then, then, then Donovan put up 38, and, and Ime was like, hey, Marcus, just sit this fourth quarter out. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> everyone everyone was like, defensive player of the year, my ass. Yeah. All right, so at number at number 20, where did I leave off at? Sorry, 24. So 23, I got Shea Shea, SGA, Shea Gillis Alexander. At number I want that. I feel bad leaving him off of mine. Yeah, I like him. No, I like him. He's definitely the, the problem with Shea and why I don't have him on my list is he's incorporated tanking into his mindset now, and I can see it in his game now. It's not good. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, if they're if they're holding him out or they're not, you know, he's still he's still putting up some like some crazy numbers for for being on a shitty team. I know, but it. I it's, mean, and plus, it's like you know, I didn't say I didn't say he was number fifteen. <laughs> Since I've gotten league pass, I've watched a lot of OKC games. And I like watching Shea and, I, and my boy Giddy on that team. I mean, so, Shea, Shea, I mean, Shea and the Thunder almost pulled off the, the comeback against the Celtics the other night. I, I know. I know. And that was rare because normally you watch those games. You're like, why isn't Shea playing, you know, 40 minutes a night on the shitty team? And he plays like 25 minutes a night. Well, I mean, hope- when you're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs at like, you know, before the All-Star break, <laughs> the, team, like, the team is going to tell you to like, you know, like chill out a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, given his circumstances, I'm gonna put him at number 23. All right. Circumstances. Yeah. Uh, number 22, I got uh, Jonte Murray. You know. Okay. Yeah, I think oh, Sway actually. Speaking of tanking. Well, I mean, yo, yo, I think the Spurs, the Spurs, are, the Spurs have a shot at like you know knocking the Lakers out of that playing you know spot right now. All right, Josh Richardson. You know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. What were you saying, John? Where did you have Murray? Did you say Murray? I didn't say Murray. I don't have it at all. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, the team was the team hasn't been competitive, and he's one of those guys like like um, like SGA. You know, I left out. I left out the party. All right. Uh, if, they were, uh, if they were on winning teams, your boy Jalen would have been out of the mix altogether. Let's just say that. <laughs> more more slander on Jalen. I expect that from Sean, man, not from you. This way. Number twenty one. I got Zach Levine. Not Levine. I got Levine. What about Lavini? Lavini didn't make the list, unfortunately. Zach Lavini. Zach Lavini, and then at number twenty, I got. Fun, so we stop. Oh, it's my fault. My fault. Bro, take it easy. My bad. My bad. So then we pick it up with you, John. You do this every year. Wait, let's go. Bring us the bring us to the next part of your list, bro. Go twenty to fifth, twenty to sixteen. Oh, you want to go to Pavone battle right now, bro? Is that what we're doing now? We doing that right now? You wanna? No. Well, no, but it's I like, I like, I like the I like the uh, you know I like the I like, I like the puff puff pass session that we got going on right now. Puff puff pass. All right, don't fuck. <laughs> yeah, Joe don't like change, bro. Go ahead, <laughs> keep it keep it the same. <laughs> don't fuck the rotation. Don't all fuck right. up the rotation, bro. You're gonna get kicked out. Uh, all right. So number twenty. This is probably my most controversial. Actually, not even close. We're just getting into the controversial type of part of my list. But number twenty, I got Anthony. Davis. always a freaking starting match. I got Anthony Davis at number twenty. Why? You're Why? insane. Why? The Lakers are whack. Lakers are whack. Can't stay on the floor. I don't know. I just 
okay, his his impact on the season this year has been little to none. Um, he can't stay healthy. And why am I going to manipulate a list to put a guy in that could that should be a top ten player in the NBA, but is not performing as a top ten player in the NBA? He's not on my. He's in top twenty. He's number twenty. That's where I have him. All right. I mean, it does go to my point of um, the winning record is really hurting you, especially when you're um, you've been a top ten player for years now. I've always given top ten props. I even gave him top five props for years and years and years. But like when you when you get paid your big <laughs> back when Sean was hoping you'd be assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> when you get paid your big money and, and you don't perform and and you haven't performed now for two straight years, I'm sorry, man. That's where you fall. Alright, keep it going. Right. Quick. Is where you will find my friend Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is at number nineteen. Uh now why is he at number nineteen for me? Uh, two things. I think that could he have been higher? Yes. Could he have been lower? Yes. I think where where I placed him means that he is a top 20 player in the NBA. I think that if the Celtics had a better record, he would have been an easy all-star. And there's a, a, a credit pie for the Celtics, like, winning. It's because Jalen Brown has, I think, officially figured out his role on this team and it's exactly what he's been doing. It's run the offense when Tatum's not out there. It's be the second guy that is still very important to the team, but stop trying to compete for the first role because it just ain't it. And I mean, I, I, I think See, it's, he's just now embracing that, that second, second. Guy. I mean, he always embraced it, but he always like, right, I can always be the number one guy too, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. But it's been a, that that transition is a, a little sluggish, you know. No, and I one hundred percent, man. I mean, he's only on my top twenty-five since, like, you know, if, if we're thinking about it, like, because of his performance in the last three months, it has. If, if we did this in Jan, if we did this in January, yeah. if he did this in January, he wouldn't be on the top twenty-five. So, I think you know that that's where I I I'd love to see the fact that. He's realized how to be an effective and still great player on a team that has effective great players, and he's found his role. It's, it's great to see. So, number eight, and we'll talk more about Jalen Brown, I'm sure, when you guys pick him too. But uh, number 18, I got Donovan Mitchell. Weeks ahead of Jalen. I wanted to put Jalen ahead of him, but I think Donovan Mitchell's still um, you know, a better player. Number 17, I have Bam Adebayo, an all-star snub, but he should have been an all-star. That's right. Wait, wasn't he hurt? Or he just didn't make it? Injured at the wrong time. Missed like four weeks. Oh, that's going to suck. But, um, and then number 16, I have DeMar DeRozan. And number 16. Um, so, we're really getting into a spot where... Wow. You're just going to be just that Compton like that? Messed up. Uh, I think I got other play from Compton. List, but, um, right? No, no, man. Why doesn't work? Come on. Uh, Neither does Serena Williams. Number sixteen. No, no, no. I think here he's been he's been a good scorer, a great scorer for that team. But to be honest, man, like he's what Demar Derozan has always been. He is. All right, number twenty. I got um, I got Bam Adebayo. Um, that's low, man. I know. I wanted to have him higher, but I don't know, man. Maybe one of those people who are just like, what have you been, what have you been doing to me lately? What have you been done for me lately? And he's been solid, but there's another big. We'll, we'll get into it in a little bit. 
Well, I'll get into it a little bit. That, that's a bummer. I could have swapped these two, but I just, because of the Phoenix Suns have just been relevant, and even though he's been a little bit banged up, he's still the nucleus of that team. It's Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul, 19. 18, this is the big man I was talking about. Carl Anthony Towns, man. Uh, he's finally he's finally putting it together here, and, and people can say what they want that it's only been in the last few weeks or the last month or so, but he's single-handedly, in my opinion, pushing that team to to, to a potential playoff spot, which I think is relevant, man. And and, and this weekend, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, them go against the Celtics. I think I think that's gonna be a great matchup for for both teams. But um, yeah, Carlton Towns has a lot to do with that. Uh, I put him at number eighteen, number seventeen. I've always been a fan of this guy. Uh, I know being traded to. Uh, Sacramento doesn't help most players, but DeMontis Sabonis is still that dude, in my opinion. Double-double machine. The only guy putting up 20 and 12 last season, and uh, he's just been carried. In my opinion, a lot of that's carried over this year. Um, and he's going to get better, man. He'll be he'll be rising up on this list from, for years to come. Um, and at number 16, people might scream about this one, but I got Trey Young, number 16, man. Trey Young, three months ago, I'd have him a lot higher. But again, what have you done for me lately? In Atlanta, I don't know. Atlanta seemed to be going the opposite direction. I well, um, I was I was gonna spaz out about you putting Sabonis above all the players you put him above, but then you do Trey Young that low, and that's ridiculous because I think the only reason why they're even even they're even in the playoffs is Trey Young's having a great season. And like, is he having a better year than last year? Listen, listen to me, listen to me. You can't say no. He's not having a better year than last year. But why? Let's go the other way, man. You're like 22. Like, what's going on? But hold on, hold on. Tatum had the same thing happen to him. Everyone's about to anoint. I had Tatum at like number 15 that year. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) And and listen, and listen. Would you trade Jalen Brown for Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and that garbage trade that they did Sabonis for? That's different. No, you see, you see what I mean. No, no, but, yeah, but see, but see, but I don't know why everyone thinks that that's a, that's just shitty trade. I think it's a good trade for both teams. But yeah, how does how does yeah. that trade all of a sudden diminish what he is nope. as a player? Yeah. I hate that. Uh, but you, Sean, you're not the only person going to say that. Like, yeah, I, I just don't get that. It's, oh, he just got traded to Sacramento. He can't be. He's going the other direction. It's like <laughs> he can't control his own fate. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a tier, right? You wouldn't trade Jalen Brown for that that type of package, and obviously. Indiana, Indiana thought that they were getting good value for that, which is just like, whatever. I think Sacramento won that trade, but I do think that Sabonis is a little bit overrated on your list. That's all. That's awesome. All right. Well, whatever. Controversy. Whatever. And the controversy begins. <laughs> put him over I told you top 20 going to get people mad. You ain't going to put him over Bam. Come on, Sway. You put him over Bam. Didn't you just put Sabonis over Bam? Oh, that you meant Trey. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't right, man. That ain't right. Hey, I got one of his teammates is higher on my list. I do. Yeah. Spoiler alert, though. Um, I don't have Bam on my list. Wow, disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thick son see? of. You I see just think. I just think. Yeah, I just think it kind of just <laughs> he kind of just fell off my radar like completely. Even though the even though the Heat are in number, number one seed, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not saying he's not having a good season. I just, it just was, it just didn't make my list. I'm sorry. Sean's just flipping out because he's on our fans. That he gives extra points for that. Yeah, so, you, so, you, so you, you, you know his stats nightly. That's what it is. I know his yeah. stats nightly, and I know other people's stats nightly, and I know that Bam should be on your top 25 list. Come on. So, Even if you sneak him in at number 25, come on. All right, then. So then he's not a 20 point score. All right. All right yeah. So then for the sake of, for the sake of argument, you know, he, he could be, he could be 25A. All right. Is that, is that cool with you, Sean? Fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. When he starts averaging twenty, he'll be high on my list. He can beat out. He can beat out. Uh, well, 
I don't allow 25A, but if you want to go 22 or 23A, we can start there. All right. Um, I'll let you know then as, as I continue the list. Thank you. All right. Okay. Uh, where are we leaving off? At number 20, correct? Uh, yeah. Start with number 20, baby. All right. I got Dame Willard at number 20. I know it seems like he hasn't played in forever. And uh, he's probably and the he, biggest drop off, and you know, the fam spot. All right. <laughs> he's probably the biggest drop off uh, for me, at least. I think the last time we did this, I think he was in, in definitely in my top ten. Um, obviously, injuries play a part, and plus, I think even before he got injured, his shooting numbers were were down. I think there's, um, you know, with that whole foul, not you can't jump into a defender that really affected his game. I think. Uh, and so at number nineteen, I got Sabonis, Demonte Sabonis. I don't think he's going to fall off as a player in Sacramento. I think once they get a whole, you know, season under his belt, you'll see that he's the same. He's going to be the same as the bonus, and that team will be better. Number 18, um, I got Bradley Beal. Okay. That, so so let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because oh, here comes the question. it's going to be I'll, – I'll, I'll be very quick. I'll be very quick. The Bradley Beal addition to the list and the Dame addition to the list, both of those teams suck, bro. And they barely no because play. both of those teams are still on the on the cuff of making it to the play in. All right. Okay. So they're 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 the bottom four team in the in the conference. Uh, well, okay. So I mean, they suck. Just, uh, you know, Washington made it last year and they won like twenty some games. <laughs> All right, but Washington's not going to make it this year. And uh, Washington started the year off hot and then things fell apart for them. And Bradley Beal had a lot with, to do with that. And same thing with Dame, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what what is your I, I, I just want to know like the what, same reason the same reason you got Anthony Davis. Another spoiler alert, Anthony Davis didn't make my list. Those two spots were were, were a toss up between those three guys. Anthony Davis didn't make your list? No, nah, I didn't make my yeah, list. Yeah. Two, Hell injured, yeah. Injured, injured. Hell yeah. Inconsistently inconsistently like injured. Like he'd come Hell back yeah. for two games and be out for like three weeks. Hell yeah. That dude's face is so funny, man. I was cracking up when I sent that meeting It was it was great. Uh yeah, those like these two spots, these two players that I named. These, it was a it was a toss it was a toss up between them two and Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis didn't make it because he played the worst out of the out of the three giving the time that they did play, in my opinion. So I'll, sorry, AD. Sorry. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna and I'm an AD guy. I think he's you know when he's when he's Noel, healthy when he's healthy he's the top he's top five even top three you know player Noel, in the league. Well, you got you got to think of it this way, bro. Like to to be honest, Anthony Davis. When he does play, the Lakers have a chance at winning. But but this year, though, even when he did play, because the Lakers are on every fucking week, in the beginning of the season, he played like shit, in my opinion, even when he was healthy, compared to the other two that I just mentioned. Uh, I, or, or was he on your fantasy and you had more insight than I do? No, 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 no. He wasn't on my fantasy, and, and me and me and Sway talked about it. We had a chance to draft Anthony Davis, and who we draft? Bam. Bam. Yeah. First pick. Okay, there you go. Hell yeah! That, that's all I need to know. <laughs> oh, I'm muted. My bad. Yeah. Bam, bam. I said that. <laughs> my bad. I muted myself. Yeah. Thirty seconds later. Bam, bam. It was bam. And that was a, and that was a great choice. Yeah. Me and, me and, we, we had two players. We, we had three players who could have drafted Anthony Davis, Bam, or Paul George. And you know who we picked? Who we picked? Bam, bam. Sorry, Bay. You know the answer to the question. Bam. bam. Are you saying ban or bam? I don't know if you're bam. saying bam. I don't know. Bam. <laughs> bam. 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 Why did Sorry, you are, you saying, are you saying bam or are you saying ban? Bam. 
It's the Catalina fucking wine mixer, okay? Pow! Are you saying pow? What are you saying? Pow! It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. Pow! Why does it keep doing that? All right, so I keep doing that. Are we going? Are we going fifteen through ten now? Hold on, hold on. What did I? Uh, I what number? Uh, you had Anthony Davis. No, I didn't. I I left him off. So I said Sabonis, Beal. Okay, number seventeen. So eighteen was Beal. So seventeen, Chris Paul. That's where I got Chris Paul. Wow, who are you, bro? I don't even know you anymore, bro. He would have been. He would have been higher. Had he, I again, don't even. I didn't not been injured, and like they're still kind of rolling even without him. So I'm not saying like they don't need him, but. You know, it's not like there was a big drop off when he when he was not in, when he's not playing. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, love me some CP3 though. You know, vegan and all, good for him. Hey, hey, I put this, put it this way: CP3 is one of the hardest players to rank in the league. He, he's always has been in the past like five years. He's always been the hardest player to rank since his last year in the, with the Clippers. I'd say, yeah, till now. Yeah, so, yeah. Since he left the Clippers. He's been the hardest player to rank. Yeah, and even his last year with the Clippers. Okay, so that's uh, that's and even his second to last year. (laughs) 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 Actually, actually, let's go back to the third to last year. (laughs) You know when they knocked out the Spurs and then they fucking didn't make it to the Western Conference Finals when they lost the three to zero. Well, everyone's gonna be like, "What year was that?" I don't know. (laughs) When he was with the Oklahoma, with the Oklahoma State Pelicans, that was a hard year. What was that team? What was that team? The New Orleans, the New Orleans, Oklahoma City Hornets. I forget. <laughs> Hornets, yeah, whatever the fuck they were, yeah. Uh shit. Okay, so I got so Chris Paul at. No, uh, what was it? Oklahoma and what was it? Uh, Tennessee. What were they playing? Memphis, no, they were right? playing. No, they were playing Oklahoma. Before Oklahoma City got oh, a, got a, Oklahoma, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because of the hurricane. Yeah. All right, so Chris Paul at number seventeen, number sixteen. I got Donovan Mitchell. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think Donovan Mitchell is a great player. He, he probably should be trying to crack the top 10, but he hasn't produced like Tatum has 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 done. So I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, because at the start of the season, Utah, you know, Utah, Utah and Phoenix, they were battling for that top spot. And then you know, injuries happen, obviously. And then, but they're still in the top four. And, I and then they lost Angles. And then that's the way your team goes. Yeah, down. man. That's just shit, man. It's the curse of Angles. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. Basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, which is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so back to you, Sean. Okay, so we're going from 15 now to 11, right? 11, yeah, 11, yeah, my bad. All right, so number 15 for the Sean Dutra Top 25, I got James Harden, number 15. Hey, he's fallen dramatically. Uh, he is not a top 10 player in the NBA no more, in my opinion. And, um, and yeah, I just, I just, I, I feel like 
I feel like his Philly ascension will happen. Will it happen this year? I don't think so. But um, that's where I got James Harden. Number 14, I got Jimmy Butler. I got Jimmy Butler at number 14. Um, most will have him higher because you can sort of throw him into MVP discussions. But at the end of the day, he's missed a lot of time. The Heat have been fine without him. And he tried to fight his coach last night. So I ain't going to fuck him up. <laughs> he tried to fight two coaches if you want to count you know, Haslam in there as well. Yeah. And, and I, if I you mean, want to count the old heads. I yeah. know for a fact if there's the assistant coach that gets paid like a player, yes. Yeah, he got he got an OG real quick, right? I think he's gonna pull out some tennis. Like, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, if there's he's pull one, his belt out, like boy, come here, boy, boy. If, <laughs> if there's one player in the NBA that goes, I'll beat your ass, I'll beat your ass, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's one player that would be like, I have nothing to live for. Mm-hmm. Why am I still playing in the NBA? I'm 47. I'll beat your fucking ass, dog. He's got a lot of days in his league, bro. He's, he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot. He's not worried about his next contract. Let's just put it that way. So he'll be- <laughs> He's done seen it all. He's done been through it all. seen it all. Yeah. This whole shit's a hobby to him, right? He's chilling. He's like, this is, just a, this is another Wednesday night. He's, he's like, how me. dare you disturb my peace? What's yeah, the matter with you? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something that, like, it sort of reminded me of? A Key and Peel skit. Of when Barack Obama would have his anger management guy, and, and like that was like Spolstra. Yeah. Spolstra was like, "You want me to fight you?" And then, then Hazem comes in, "I'll beat your ass." I'll beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he feels it though. That's the king. Yeah. yeah, but I love, how, I love how Marquee. I love how Marquee Morris, as rugged as he is, he's the he's the one playing peacemaker in that in the middle of that shit. Good thing he's there because he's like, someone's throwing, someone's throwing down. Someone nah, Morris is like, swing, Morris man. is like, yo, my man, you don't swing. Morris is like, yo, my man, you don't want, you don't want to get whiplash. All right, I'm still coming back from that shit. Like this is not good. Like <laughs> Morris, Morris, my back Morris is still stiff. All, Morris was all was all acting like a, a peace, like just like not not involved until. Spose threw through the clipboard and he was like, "Oh shit!" Yo, let me get, yo, let me get mad. Spo. Yo, yo, my, yo, my man, Spose mad. Yo, Spose mad. Back up, back up. <laughs> he's like, yo, he's only done that twice this year. Yo, bro. back <laughs> up, yo, yo. Don't, my man. <laughs> Spose never changed his facial expression too. He was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Throws, yeah. throws the clipboard. Are you kidding me? You trying to fight hey, me, bro? <laughs> you want me to fight you? Is that what you want? <laughs> you know, I love I love how the feed is the uh, just the crowd, you know, like they don't like no one knows what's going on, just like in between the commercials. <laughs> like, I love that. Uh, and then you the got, background is that like the NBA League Pass like streaming. <laughs> it was like Gloria Stefan in the background. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like so Miami. Spose like Spose like machine blasting in the background. Yeah, Spose like no, nah, nah, UD, I got this, I got him. It's, it's all good. No, you I'll don't beat your fucking ass. Feet. I'll beat your fucking yeah. ass, yo. We don't know. Like, we yo, don't know. I'm gonna beat your ass and blow your stuff on. I'll do it. Bro. I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it in Miami. I'll do it with the Miami sound machine playing and all, bro. That will be your fucking band. soundtrack if you if you want it to be. <laughs> this song will mean a whole nother thing to you, bro. Oh, oh, oh the rhythm is definitely gonna get you when I get you. <laughs> you won't ever be able to hear this song the same way you heard it today ever again. You're gonna hate Gloria Stefan after this. You're gonna you're gonna be at a party one day. For your for your girl's twelfth birthday party, and Gloria Stefan's gonna come on, and you're gonna run into a closet and hide after this day. <laughs> I'll be jazz. I'll be jazz. <laughs> all right, after all that, you just say it. it just it just goes pause. I'll be jazz. I'll be <laughs> One last time. <laughs> Pauses for emphasis. <laughs> oh oh, I don't know if you noticed, but I'll be jazz. All right. 
All right, so where do where do we leave off? You got you said you got I Jimmy at one number. Jimmy, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Butler, <laughs> number fourteen. Or Jimmy, Jimmy, don't get your ass beat, Butler. <laughs> Jimmy, don't get your ass beat. All right, number thirteen. Number thirteen. I got Chris Paul. Chris Paul, but I got him at thirteen. Got him at thirteen. Hey, shout out to the shout out to the OG man, still making this list all these years. Yo, shout out to all the Suns players on fucking Sean's list. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. What you what you have? Fucking bridges and top ten. Yeah, all right, yo. What a tune is pay you off? What's going on here? Number twelve. Yeah, right? Number twelve. Are you guys ready? For Tunes this? got your own payroll. You guys ready for this one? Number twelve. I got Marcus Smart, baby. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> Yo. I was like, come on, bro. Stop. Uh, like no. if anybody and if anybody outside of uh, uh you know Jalen and, and and Tatum, I would have thought you would have said like Robert Williams was like, Yo, he's the best center in the East. Something, some some uh-huh. some something foolish when it came out your mouth on that one. No, but I do have a center at number at number twelve. I got Carl Anthony Towns at number twelve, and I have Trey Young at number eleven. So that's my that's my that's my list. So number six uh number fifteen Harden. Number 14, Jimmy Butler. Number 13, Chris Paul. 12, Carl Anthony Towns. And number 11, Trey Young. All right. All right, Sway. You're on mute, Sway. All right, all right. I'm about to say this before our board. Maybe I'll do this on the plane. Yo, what is wrong with you? All right, here we go. Number 15, I got Bradley Beal. <laughs> Everyone's turning around like, Come on! All right, number 14, I got, uh, I got Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets, bro. Your boy, Jimmy Butler. He's in the doghouse right now, but he's, he's number 14. That's where I had him. Who leaves the luggage unattended, bro? No one does that. Such a stupid announcement. Especially this day and age. Yeah. No one's going to tamper with my luggage. Who got drunk and then leave their luggage? <laughs> Sounds like I did it twice. Sounds like I did it the last time I traveled. <laughs> and then it was right after I got married. <laughs> He's like, I left, I left my suit and everything. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> you call me an asshole now? Come on. <laughs> All right, number 13, I got uh, DeMar DeRozan. Incredible year from DeMar, man. DeMar oh. just came back to the East Coast. It was like, this is it, man. It's my last chance to, to win a title. He's certainly playing like it. Uh, number 12, I got I got um, a player from, from your favorite team from the West Coast, Sean, Devin Booker. He's what? outside of top 10. We're going to make my top 10. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Not they won 58 games this year. How do you have them outside of your top 10? No, man. Not there. <laughs> He's like, what? Are you serious? There's 11 players that have better season than him right now. No, they haven't. Yeah. No, they haven't. They absolutely yeah. haven't, Sway. Yeah. That, that's bullshit. That's I think bullshit. They have. You're, yeah. No, no. no yeah. That's bullshit, man. I don't know. No, you do, you do know. know it's bullshit. You know. All right. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Bro. No, just Looking for passenger Joe Sue Pavin. <laughs> Joe Sue Final Pavin. Call. Final call. Oh, I'm doing the list right now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, they really did call him. They just called Yo, him. I gotta go. <laughs> Yo, I gotta go. <laughs> This is the best moment I'm sorry of podcast history. Yo, say mama. You guys bored quick. I didn't know if the zone was there already. Oh, that's not funny. Oh, sweet mama. Oh, sweet mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. She's like, you were standing there the whole time? You didn't say anything? Uh, sorry. 
Okay, who you got for number? Who do you got for number twelve? Sorry. Yo, I was standing like like fifteen feet away from her, bro. <laughs> I said, "Watch them call my name." Oh, sweet, oh. Yo, did she close the door? I think she closed the door behind me, bro. Am I the last? Oh, you were the last one on the plane, bro. Yo, there's F- people chilling at the gate, though. Like, I thought that they're not. They're clearly not waiting for this one. Everyone's waiting for you. <laughs> Everyone starts clapping when I walk on. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Are you host, Wait, Get the fuck on the plane. <laughs> Right, I'm going to continue this when I get to my seat. Right. You're definitely going to sit next to... I'm in the last row. Too. You're going to sit next to a guy with a mustache. Ready? A guy with a mustache. How you doing? Thank you. Excuse me. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Who's upgrading me? So he's like, I got filet, I got filet mignon on deck at the first class. He's going to first. He was like, he was like what's he doing? I was like, this guy is like, no, you're not, man, you're over here. He's like, I'm switching everybody else. All right. Okay. That's why they made that announcement. Bro. Where are you? All right. Let's nah, do this. Nah. Wow, where was I at? All right, you were at. Uh... After, after Jimmy, after Jimmy, about to get his ass beat, Butler. No, actually. <laughs> right after Jimmy Butler was. No, uh, DeRozan. DeRozan, oh, DeRozan. He yeah. made the list. Oh, no, no. You said Booker. Then you, after that? Oh, oh yeah. Booker, and then Booker, yeah. Oh, and then, and then number eleven, I got your boy. And I thought this was blasphemy to get him out of the top ten, but I guess it's not on this podcast. Anthony Davis, I got Davis at ten. Yeah, man. I, 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 I mean, eleven. Excuse me, eleven at eleven. Eleven, Anthony Davis. Okay. Yeah, right outside the top ten. You know, I knew I was being harsh on Anthony Davis. I don't know where the hell you're going to rank him, but I'm with your point. I'm with you though. I'm, you're, all your points are valid. I'm on the same boat. I just, I'm just not going to. Penalize him that much, bro. Just no, take him no. Let's all together. <laughs> no, I got him off. He's not on my list. Remember, I said, you know. Oh yeah, he's off. Oh, no, you have him off. Yeah, but yeah. Sean has him at number like twenty, right? Yeah. yeah. For me, it was between like you know Beal. Uh, who else did I say? I forget. Oh, you probably said uh, who we all said. Oh, Beal, Dame Lillard. No, Dame. I'm saying like those like those players that have played thirty some odd games. Dame, Beal, and AD. I thought the other two were playing better than AD. All right, so it's me. Yeah, it's you. All right. Hey, right, good, 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 good picks uh, outside of Devin Booker. So, like, <laughs> Booker thing, having him on your top ten, that's blasphemy. That's blasphemy, dog. Really? Yeah, yeah. Tim would be mad. No, right. I see where I have him ranked. All right, I got. Uh, it was tough. All right, at number fifteen, I got Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, so for me, it's a little bit low because I do feel like. Carl Anthony Towns for us as a, as a group has always been in the 25 to 20 range and barely making the top 25, right? This year, don't you feel like he's made the strides? Well, that's why he's at 15. I know, but I'm just oh, 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 oh. I thought you were, I thought you were knocking me for being okay, I got no, you. No, 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 no. I, I think that he's made a stride so much so that he's sort of knocking on that top 10. Like, he's knocking on the top 10. Yeah, because like this year, for the first time, I've most people feel like it's his team now. It's not like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, oh, they needed someone like a Jimmy Butler or they needed someone right. like, you know what I mean? So now it's... Well, well, well... And, well, they're, you know, and they're succeeding. Yeah, you think about it. Him winning the three-point contest makes him a legitimate... Wait. Yeah, he, he won, won the three-point contest. Yes, he yeah. did. <laughs> thought I just said something stupid. Because it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you won that shit, right? All right. No, what, what I'm trying to say is like, he can shoot the three. He scored 60. It's his team. And you know what? That team has no business 
make it into the playing tournament, but they are the ones that will give the Lakers that will knock the Lakers out, I swear. Because Oh, Patrick, they're out they're outside that shit. They're like six right now. I'm battling for fifth, bro. Out, out west. Yeah. Legit, legit. There we go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? You know, you just get Pat Bev on your team and then you know things don't change, you know? Pat Bev, Pat Bev, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, I love Pat hey, Bev. You can change the whole franchise with Pat Bev. Right. <laughs> I love Pat Bev. I love Pat Bev, man. And you know what? That whole Russell Westbrook, Pat Bev shit, when when he, Patrick Beverly took his victory lap after the whole uh, West Brick thing, bro, I was like, yeah, Pat. Yeah, yeah. All right. So at number 14, I got Jalen Brown right there, smack in the middle, man. Number 14. See, that's a. That's about where I had him when I first thought I was going to do the list, and then he moved down about five spots when I did my list. Yo, that's insane. Since his, since the first game of 2022, he's a twenty point score. He was he, you know, his that was his fifty point performance, and since then he's been shooting forty eight percent, forty nine percent, and it just keeps and just you know what I'm saying like. Field goal percentage-wise, like the last like two months, like since that game, the Celtics have turned it around. I'm not saying it's all on him. Can I tell you the the turnaround the turnaround point for me? Do you remember? You guys remember this in the early in the early years when I was anti Jalen Brown, like anti. Yeah, yeah. As 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 early as a few months ago. Yeah. No, I mean like as early <laughs> as when we started the podcast, we yeah. drafted Jalen Brown, and I was. Remember, do you remember a play that that made me think like maybe he can he can play in this league? Oh, with the butt, the butt, the butt, <laughs> the butt rebound, yeah, yeah. Button got the rebound, yeah. As much as that meant everything to me as a Jalen Brown like person, like the three pointer that he hit to put away the Nets that we saw in person, Joel. Of course, yes, yes. That to me said, "Okay, Jalen. Okay, Jalen." So you, you know, you you finally can admit with no with no doubts that you are a Jalen Brown fan. That's right. If he keeps playing like he's playing, yeah, I, I oh, have, no, there's no ifs. But no, this is huge because you're no longer shackled to the idea that he's overrated. Um, I've never been shackled to anything. Right? <laughs> See, that's actually the word I was looking for. So, thank you, bro. <laughs> you took the shackles off your hate for cool. Jalen Brown, correct? I would more more likely say that I've <laughs> you've broken free. And you can finally say with 100% no doubts, I uh, love ripped, Jalen Brown. I ripped open my cotton, my cotton T-shirt. And you have a number Jaylen seven. And you have a number seven jersey that's not D Brown. Hey, it's hey, Jalen hey. Brown. That's what I got. At number 14, Jalen Brown. At number 13, I got Jimmy uh, wants to get his ass beat, Butler. Okay. 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 At number <laughs> yeah, I, hope, I hope what he did the other night didn't Bump him down for anyone's list, man. Yeah, I think he's also been on. Nah, on nah. Spot. For me, the last the last few times he's done his list, he's, Jimmy's been there at thirteen. Yeah, and you know what? He he probably made his way up, but then he just got injured. He always gets injured. Yeah, that's true. Uh, at number twelve, I got Demar Rosen. He's having one hell of a, you know, renaissance here. If you want to talk about renaissance here, guys, <laughs> Demar Rosen, and just think, the Lakers could have signed him for cheap. And they decided not to. They really messed that up, bro. They messed that up. <laughs> they're gonna sign. They're gonna sign him and Kyle Lowry for like you know two veteran minimum deals. They would have took that shit just to go play. But, and, and, just and play and in Buddy LA. Hills too. They could have Buddy Hills. Yeah, if they wanted to make like a trade, but if they wanted to just sign two free agents that were willing to take a huge pay cuts. They were willing to go to the Lakers, and they fucked up on that. 
And, and we're going to get we're going to get Russell DeRozan, Westbrook, who doesn't fit in our system at all. Demar Derozan has always been linked to the Lakers. I know, I know. It's the reason why the San Antonio didn't even give him an offer. They're just like, yeah, man, go 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 play in L.A. Go, you know, Since you, I was you, you have our blessings. So at number eleven, I have Trey Young. Well, where I had him. So why are you guys flipping out as if you guys had like number six or something? No, I wasn't flipping out. He was flipping out. He flipped out on you yeah, for the yeah, Booker. He, was. he flipped out on you for the Booker thing, and he flipped out on you for the, the Trey. Devin Booker thing is way worse than the Trey Young thing. I don't know, man. I just feel like the Suns are uh, obviously they're led by him and, and Chris Paul, but it's a well balanced attack over there. I don't know. A lot of just a lot of players having better season than. I don't know if you know, but you don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you know. But you don't know. So yeah, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a pin on uh oh, wow. <laughs> Jose Pavone, can you please turn off your phone? We can't take off until you do. Can you please go to the that's definitely not your seats? Why do you think you can just sit in comfort us for no reason? <laughs> I was told I could sit here. We gave you that option. Who told you you could sit there? He did. I didn't say anything, sir. Welcome to everybody except Jose Pavone who's sitting in comfort plus and no one. There's no difference on the All right, Joe. I'm out of here. We'll do the top ten. We'll do top ten next week. All right, bro. Have a safe flight. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin on it right there when it comes to our you know our list. Uh Stay tuned for our, our, our next episode when we talk about our top ten. That's where that's where the good stuff happens when we're talking about you know these these uh, these players and and on our discussions and our back and forth. Oh yeah, that's, but, yeah that's where my creative juices were flowing. Yeah. and uh, we're gonna wrap up this episode while Sway travels to friendly skies. Just being obviously a Celtics podcast, we're gonna look ahead because Celtics are on a five game winning streak. They've only lost once this month. All right, so then it's a, it's a, it's about that time. We're gonna we're gonna look ahead. You know, we gotta squeeze in some sort of Celtics talking here, and, and looking ahead is probably the best way to do that right now. As the Celtics keep rolling. Hey, I'll put it this way: we're gonna look ahead, drop it, and then I've been right for a very, 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 very long time. I'll just put it that way. When it's talking about calling these Celtics wins. You can call me Nostradamus, kid. <laughs> Nostradutra. <laughs> Who's believed this team would win? Who's believed in this team all year, kid? Right here. For <laughs> all every day, kid. All, all, all of 2022? Yeah, 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 I'll give you that. So I've been trying to tell you. I've been trying to tell. I tried, told you. <laughs> I tried, told you. <laughs> Celtics 4 0, baby. But, anyways, Celtics in uh, this edition of where are we looking to? We're looking to head. We're looking ahead. We're looking ahead. You you do have a very tough team coming into Boston that is playing very well. And it is the Minnesota Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns and Patrick Beverly finding his new role, you know? I think that's a that's a rent. When we saw Patrick Beverly going to the Timberwolves, didn't we all think like, yeah, he's 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 gonna get traded from there. He's not gonna find a spot there, right? We all thought that. Yeah, I mean, because it was, um, I think he got like traded like twice, in, like in a couple of days before, like in the offseason, and we were just like, wow, like you know, it's like maybe it's the end of the line for you know Pat Bev. And then we were like, who was who was who was talking about Minnesota? Honestly, as like 
you know, being a, a, a playing possibility, never mind, like right now they're six battling the fifth spot out west in the wild, wild west. I mean, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride, but especially everything, most, everything that, you know, Carlton Towns has been through. And it's like, wow. It's like, it's like you said, yeah, it's but, been, it's been, it's been, an, it's been a wild ride. But when you talk about the hottest teams in the league, I think you talk about the Celtics. I think you talk about the Suns. I think you talk about the Timberwolves. I mean, this, it, this is the battle of the, uh, the players of the weeks right here between, you know, Cat yeah. and, 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 and Tatum. So it's going to be, I know it's going to, it's going to be a good one. I think, um, I, I think agree. the last few times that the, these two teams have played, they've they've, they've been good games, and yep. I believe uh, I believe the Celtics are looking to uh, to avenge a, a very interesting loss early in the season out in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, if I'm not mistaken, it was a shorthanded shorthanded Timberwolves team, right? Too, if I'm not mistaken, it was a shorthanded Timberwolves team. Pat Bev didn't play. I don't even think was Cat playing. I don't think Cat played either. I think it was like they're like they're like D League team. Yeah, I don't think. Team. And the air was playing, but we still lost the game, which tells you where the Celtics came from to where they are today. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a game that we need to we need to really focus on, and it's a Sunday game, which historically these Celtics haven't been very great at, but recently they've been great at. So I don't know. I, I think that'll that'll be a, that'll be a really good game, and I think I think when we're talking about like the, I'll give the three games that we're going to go through. This is probably the hardest three-game stretch. Well, four-game stretch, if you include the Jazz, who they just dismantled. Uh, this is the hardest four-game stretch they've had in a very long time. So they have the Jazz. They dismantled them. They play against the Timberwolves. Then you got the Raptors. I'm pretty sure they're in the clear of Brooklyn catching them, but they still may sniff a little bit of the Cleveland butthole. <laughs> like, can they smell the farts of Cleveland? Probably. <laughs> They're only a game back of Cleveland to get out of that play-in tournament. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, can, they are smelling the farts. They are smelling those Cleveland steamers right now. <laughs> They're smelling them. So, I think that uh, that'll be a tough game. And then, of course, the Miami Heat come to Boston on Wednesday. And that's the number one team in the East. And I... I am hoping that that game is going to be the game that the Celtics will jump the heat in the standings. They're only a game and a half back today. There's three games. Before, there's two games before they play them. And the Heat just had a fight between their coach and their best player and their oldest player. So what, what, what's going to happen? What do you got? Take that for data. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it live. <laughs> Um, I mean, you're saying it's a, the Celtics' toughest uh, kind of stretch right here, and you know, as of as of late, but they're they're rolling right now, bro. Like on defense, it's leading to as cliche as it sounds, leading to great offense. Um, there was uh, rumblings that that he may might uh, might rest players here and there, but I don't. I think they're going for that for that top spot, and I think you know they don't want to. They don't want to mess with the momentum right now or the or the chemistry just because they you know they might prefer one opponent over another. I, I, right now, I think they can they can they can hang with anybody right now. So I think they're they're going for it. So, so uh, who was the first person? Who was the first person in your life this year that said the Celtics should shoot for the top spot in the Eastern Conference? Um, uh, I don't know. 
It was me, bro. You said this? I said this like four podcasts ago. Yeah. Which, if you think this was four weeks ago, it's not four weeks ago. It was like four Sean podcasts ago. So it was probably like six or seven weeks ago. But I said, at that point, I go, yo, the Celtics need to go shoot for the top spot. That's where they're going to go. Okay. All right. I think um, that might have been right when they started to turn things around, but we didn't see we didn't uh, obviously we didn't predict it was going to be this type of turnaround, right? We're talking about like almost twenty games over five hundred now, right? Uh, it was like if, like we were we were we were we were thought I'm, I think yeah. I think I remember correctly. It was like between like me and Sway, we were saying that they could they could grab that that the, the top one of the top four seeds, right, and at least have a home court advantage in the first round. I mean, even the before the season started, I know I was like that this team at the time as constructor was like, you know, I think they could, they could grab, you know, one of those four spots. And I think four was probably their ceiling at that point. Right. But I mean, like, again, like the way they're playing, the way they, you know, some of these teams are kind of, you know, falling apart a little bit, like the Celtics, they're, they're literally going, going the opposite direction of where they were like two and a half, almost three months ago. Isn't it absolutely wild? Like it's crazy. bro. I, I think like, as we've been, where where the Celtics are right now, which somehow they're still fourth, but they're like, I know, I know, but it's like it's like, you know, there's like a game a game to like, you know, two games uh separate like, you know, the first through like the f- fifth seed, I think, if I'm if, without me looking yeah. at the at the standings no. right now. So You're right. It's it's two point five games. Yeah. Separate the the first five seeds in the NBA in, in the Eastern Conference. And if we if you if I so told like, you So like things are getting like, you know, it's going to be a tight race down the down the stretch here, so I think you don't want to, you know, I don't think you're trying to to take any any opponent lightly. Number one, uh, number two, the whole notion that some 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 analysts or some you know Celtics fans are like, oh, they should shoot for you know this, or they should you know avoid nope. you know Team X. No, let's just let them whatever the chips fall, just let them you know fall, and 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 the Celtics will and they'll figure it out the way they've been playing. So uh, let me let me let me let me tell it to you this way. Like I don't I don't I don't care who they play. To be honest, because I think they can they can gonna, they can beat them. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. I'm gonna put it this way. This is the best basketball that a Celtics team has played consistently since 2009. Do you remember that 2009 season the way we started the season? Yeah. What did we go? 27 and three. To start the season, yeah, I think so. I didn't think, yeah, something like that. And Garnett got hurt. Maybe like like maybe like thirty and three, something like that. Dude. Yeah. yeah. They they start off even better than they did in the in the, the championship year. Yes. But I'm just saying, right now, we are we since the new year, they're twenty seven and seven. Yeah. And even if you cut it if you cut it better than that, they've won this I mean, to be honest, this is the best Celtics basketball that I've ever watched. And it starts with and it starts with their defense. They're they're just they're they're smothering but, teams like. Oh, like Joel, we gotta we gotta start talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> like the best Celtics basketball we've ever watched. Best stretch of Celtics basketball that me and you have ever watched. Yeah, I mean it's 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 up there. If you if you you know if you look back on some of these some of the teams at least since at least since the two thousand seven eight season, like over you know what are we what? talking about like you know. 13 years or no, so, since, 14 years or so. Like Since since we've been Celtics fans, since the start of the 90s, right? This is the best basketball stretch. 
that this that, that there's there's only one other stretch that you can tell me that you you will you you can argue with me, and that's the start of the 2009 season that this team has ever played. Yeah, man, it's an interesting argument, bro. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you, especially the way they started. You know what I mean? Like, but when we but but when we started that season, man, we were talking about seventy plus wins. Yeah, we were talking about can we beat the Bulls' record? Yeah, you're talking about oh eight oh nine. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and even and even with Garnett down the last like you know month or two months before the playoffs, they won they won sixty two games. This is the best stretch of basketball that the Celtics have played since Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Rajon Rondo were in their prime, coming off the championship season. When we 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 thought that was how as good as they could get, then they played better that start of that season. They played yeah. better out of that season. Yeah, up until the All-Star break. Yep, you're right. But even, and even then, like I said, they only they only had they only had four less wins than the previous year and there was no KG. Yeah. The last like two months, three months, yeah. Yeah. Historic, historic Celtics runs like this is there. We're there. We're yeah. playing. And you know, you know what? You know what it is, bro? Like remember how we were looking at like what's the bench going to do? And now you got Grant Williams coming in and playing. <laughs> I'm paying Pritchard, bro. <laughs> I remember bringing up Peyton Pritchard in one of our episodes not too long ago about like, you know, when we were, when we were talking about, uh, you know, the possibility that, that shorter, you know, might get traded. And it's like, well, you know, Payne can just fill in for that. And I remember you saying, yo, Payne is fucking, no, that's not going to happen. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, 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 that's far from, from any, any, any truth here. All but, right. Like, but since, but since the trade, since, since shorter has been gone and since, uh, uh, Richardson's been gone, and and and, like, and these minutes, House. and these Eddie minutes House. are coming in, and these minutes are coming in for for Pritchard. Like, yo, like, like Eddie House who could play defense. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Like he's he's hitting his shots. He's you know playing these this you know this hard nosed defense. Did you see how he played against the you know, the Jazz? Oh. Like he had Jordan Clarkson fucking locked up, yo. The Jazz that game made me just like love Payne Pritchard. Like the way he was defending. Like he can defend. He got up in his face. He said, "That that possession." And I think you you've seen it. It's been played over and over again. But the yeah. possession, he just he just bodied Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Clarkson. just just gave the ball away. Just like, all right, I'm done with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you win, bro. I'm just, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I can't yeah, play. Like, all right, you, 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 you win. That's 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 six man of the year. Jordan Clarkson on a team that that's trying to play for playoff positions. Payne Pritch locked him up. Like, and then and then, hey. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. And and you tell me. I am not picking the Celtics as an underdog against any team in the Eastern Conference right now. Any team in the Eastern Conference, they should beat in a seven game series. I, I put it that way. I, I I strongly believe that as well. Based on everything we've seen from preseason to now, has got me convinced that not only has Ime uh, stuck with his guns, no matter how you know much criticism he got, and I was the biggest critic of Eme. And I, like, I, like you know, what is he doing with his substitutions? Why is he only going eight man? You know, deep. We thought the Celtics team was going to have, uh, you know, all the all the moves in the offseason. Why isn't he like you know not going, you know, using using some of the young guys more? But it's like, look, we saw there was a few games this season where, you know, Schroeder won you a game here and there. Josh Richardson won you a game here and there. But, again, since the trade deadline, to essentially, you know, lock up your rotation for the rest of the season, 
and have them consistently do what they've been doing on both ends of the floor, that's what's been impressive to me. Stevens was like, if I was, you know, in charge sooner, things would have been a lot different. And 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 like again, like Ime has stuck to his guns and is like, no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna buy into what I'm selling. And you know what? For a guy that wasn't the biggest Ime fan, I was only not a big Ime fan because of no one was buying into what he was trying to sell. And then apparently they all bought in. And I think that, you know me, you know me, Brad Stevens is my guy. And we've all been down this road. Like, right. We were but, never, we were never, none of us, so included, we never, none of us ever said, fire Brad. This is, right. you know, Brad has lost his locker room. I, I never, I never truly believed that. But I'll put it this way. But, uh, I'll, I'll position it, I'll position it this way. Is if Brad Stevens is still the coach of this team, are they doing this? Well, I don't know because who's the GM? Is it Danny or somebody else? Uh, it's Danny. Let's just say it's Danny. If it's Danny, I don't I don't know because then I don't know if he pulls off the, the moves that, that, that Stevens did. For all we know, like <laughs> Ainge could have been Ainge would have been the could have been the one like whispering in like Stevens here, like, yo, I I do this and I do that and or or him or Brad Stevens going to Ainge, like I think I'm, I'm thinking about doing this move here, you know, Kemba for you know Al Horford, you know, and it's like, for all, like I said, like for all we know, he could have been whispering in his ear, like, Danny, what do you think I should do here? Before he took the, the Utah job, you know what I mean? I think that Brad Stevens, when Ime came in, Brad was like, "I'm not going to get involved." Ime, you do your thing. Yeah, and eventually they collaborated, and they and then and they collaborated and were like, you know, Ime. This isn't working out what you're trying to do and trying to go all the way to this 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 side of the fence. This is what I was doing that was working. If you could pick up a couple of things there and then and put your spin on it and, and, and relate with them a little bit better. And I think it's a collaboration, man. So just so just just peep this, right? We were just talking about the last time uh Minnesota played uh the Celtics, right? It was it was obviously in, in, in Minnesota. Check <laughs> they lost by five points. Okay. Uh that was the one first loss of the season minutes yeah we, we could talk about a few but this one right here was one that was was up there because they they were no, without they were they had nobody there was no there was no cat there was no there was no beverly do you know who shitted on the celtics that night from from minnesota i i sort of remember jalen noel jalen noel scored he, he averages eight points a game and he scored 29 that night off the bench Okay, Greg Monroe was just signed hours before, before that 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 game, and he, and he went off for eleven points and had nine rebounds and six assists. He had a damn near triple double. While you had who else? You had one, two, three. You had four players scoring double figures against the Celtics. Okay, yep. do you want to know who was off? The, who came off the bench that night? I'll, I'll tell you for the Celtics: Jabari Parker, Aaron Gomez, who we who we just saw against Utah. And Sam Hauser and Grant Williams, he led the bench with 15 points. While the other, the other, the other three I just mentioned, they each scored three points apiece. That was your bench. Look at the Southern bench now. Right. Look at the difference. Right. A few and months. No, a few months I, later. Let's let's add in the best four players on the the Timberwolves. Is Anthony Edwards playing right now? Or is he either hurt? That's a good question. I think he's hurt still. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't play that he didn't play that night either. And Tatum didn't play that night. 
No, Tatum didn't play that night. Yeah, but you know what? But Brown, but Brown and Pritchard. Brown, Brown had twenty six, and Pritchard had twenty four. Those were your leading scorers that night for the Celtics. And 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 Al had a, a near triple double as well. It's sixteen nine and six, but wasn't enough. It, it wasn't, wasn't enough. Like you had like you know they 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 were missing like three three of their top scorers, the the Timberwolves, and they gave it to you. They scored thirty four. They outscored you thirty four to ten in that fourth quarter. I so remember, that was that was the time of the year where like they would have these leads. I remember watching that damn game. Yeah, that they would have these leads, and then they thought they're like, all right, we got the we got this game in the bag, and. They get shitted on in the fourth quarter, and we and we would talk about the next episodes, like, yo, what the hell happened? Like, how do they get? How do they? How did the the this the, an opponent go on a, like on a, on a like twenty to five run in the last like five minutes of the game? That was Bro. that was the issue. They just would stop playing and thought they had the game won. So like that's just one example of 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 how this this team is completely turned around. Not just the fact that they're they that they're they're playing uh, better on both ends of the floor, but like. Just the personnel here. I just mentioned you, you know, the bench from that game. And look at and look at the bench now. When you got quality scores, like reliable scores now, you couldn't even you couldn't even say this a year ago about Grant Williams and Payne Pritchard and even Derek White, who's not shooting that well, but he still was gonna find you a bucket. Just those three guys alone off the bench is that's they've been huge for the Celtics during this during this turnaround. Yeah, man, it's 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 big. It's huge. As much as I love, as much as I love Josh Richardson, I mean, I just never, I never thought in a million years that this this complete we're talking about now. Because again, they're almost you know twenty games over five hundred. Like that's been a complete one eighty from when when you when when you went to see the Suns game on on New Year's New Year's Eve with 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 Tim that blowout win. It, it pretty yeah. much it pretty much started from there. Like they were at they were around five hundred there, and they just they just been on just been on a tear ever since. I agree with you, my man. I agree, and you know what? So I think they're gonna go three and zero. Three and zero. I it, mean, to bring it back to your question, three and zero. Bring it, bring it back to where we were. Let's go. I mean, three and zero. And you know what? I'm not even gonna say three and zero. I'm gonna say four and zero in this stretch, just because. You count the Utah game. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna. I, I will count the Utah game because we didn't get to talk about it. But and the fact that they just gonna, they just gonna, they're gonna win. Wait, I mean, peep, peep the fact that they have, they, they're, they're playing Miami for the first time since this turnaround, right? And they already played them in Let early, me, early in the season at full look, strength and and shorthanded, and they got, they couldn't score any more than seventy five points in both games. Yep. They beat them. They beat them when they were real. Yeah. And they beat him when they're fake Miami. Yeah, and now they're post fight Miami. So and, gonna... and 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 it's the first time again since this complete turnaround. So like, I want to hear the naysayers say, "Well, you know, they were always playing these teams shorthanded." Well, fight post fight and all. Let's see. Let's see how they how, how they how they measure up. You got between, Toronto. That's always yeah. a pain in the ass in, in in the Celtics between for the Celtics between. anyway. So that's going to be that's a good matchup regardless. And then again, Minnesota. Minnesota. They've been balling too. They're they're probably the hottest team in the West. So, so they they have it, folks. You know, say what you want, but, but the Celtics have... are the real deal. Okay, I don't think I don't think I don't think we've ever said this on this podcast. Or at least I've never said it on the podcast. You know, you you have there's moments where there's like you know you make a prediction, and then for whatever reason it either it either hits or it doesn't. But like <laughs> for me, especially, I'm not speaking for anybody else. Like the Celtics are the real deal. Like, watch no. out. 
let's put a bow on it on and, and let's wrap up this episode the way we do on every episode when we take our trip around the NBA with in case you missed it. 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 So this piece of uh news that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about right now, I have an issue with, right? And it's not because of you know the obvious here, but uh the state of New York, they're gonna essentially lift their vaccine mandate, right? They're gonna they're gonna allow, you know, the exemption for athletes and entertainers in the workplace who are unvaccinated to to participate essentially, right? So this goes for Kyrie Irving, obviously, and the Brooklyn Nets. And also goes to players who are unvaccinated for the Yankees and the Mets. They're they're eligible to play at home, right? And my issue with this is because it has to do with baseball. If baseball wasn't in, if baseball was still on, uh, on you know, whatever they were, they're, they're, if they were still locked out, this wouldn't be talked about because it wasn't that long ago when the mayor of New York was like, I'm not going to change the mandate for one player. But when it comes to baseball season, that's a whole different it's a whole different game, right? Because there's probably multiple players who are unvaccinated for both teams, the Yankees and the Mets. Well, I don't I don't know necessarily if it has to do with baseball takes a precedent in this country over basketball. I, that, that, that's what I, that's oh, what I'm going with. No, I, I don't think that's I, I honestly, jo- Joel, I don't think that's true. But maybe for his generation, the, the mayor's generation, I don't know how old he is, but probably for his generation, yeah, it does. You know like, I mean? like how many players would be out? At least in the NBA, there's like, you know, 90%. You know, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. It's about 90% of players in the league are vaccinated, right? And then like 70% are like, you know, boosted as well. But in, yeah. but in, yeah. in, in baseball, I, how, we don't know that. We don't know that, that number. It's, that hasn't really been talked about. I think of it been I think about it happening a little bit differently because you know New York New York is a big baseball town but also like even if bro even if the Knicks were good this year like they were last year I still think this would would it would be an issue for if any Knicks players well I don't uh, think there wasn't any Knicks players this year anyway but that that they weren't vaccinated but if say if say if Julius Randle wasn't vaccinated no nope. nope, he w- there there would have been things that went into place because they he's the Knicks but I, think, I don't know, dude. I still, no, I, don't, I don't think so because I just think because, you know, if the if if the Knicks if the Knicks had the uh, like the championship pedigree, like you know, uh, uh, reputation like the Yankees do, maybe. Okay, okay, wait. I, I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a little bit of a a little bit of a lesson here. Joel. where do the Mets play? They play in Queens, don't they? Queens, yeah. Where do the Knicks play? Manhattan. Yep. Where do the uh, Yankees play? The Bronx. We'll get down Bronx. BX. Yep. Where do the Nets play? They play in Brooklyn. Who gives a shit about Brooklyn when it comes to anything that has to do with New York? I think that the, the mayor looks at Brooklyn like, you guys haven't listened to anything that we've done for a very long time. and And it's just... So, yeah, but, but how do you like? How do you lift the mandate after a couple of weeks? Not even like less than probably like like ten days ago when you're like, yo, I'm not doing this for just one single player. Like you know this. But but my man, my man, my man. But, just, but then back then, baseball wasn't. They they still didn't know if baseball was gonna even happen. Now baseball's not, gonna happen, and it's like, oh shit. Now I mean, I, I'm not trying to defend Kyrie right now, but if it was the Queens like, or like, Manhattan, if it was the Manhattan Nets. 
he would already have have had a had a spot on the team. Like that, he's looking at the three biggest boroughs and being like, okay, how do I how do I make this happen? Hey, hey listen, the other the other borough is Harlem. If Harlem had a basketball team, you think he's doing anything? If Brooklyn has a basketball team, you think he's doing anything for that stuff? No, he's not. Those are the two like boroughs of New York that just get a little bit forgotten about when it comes to bureaucracy and. Uh, that that's the way I that's what that's the way I look at it. It's I just like, think we don't know the numbers in terms of who's actually and who's not. And and please, the, Randall, if the New York Knicks, the New York Knicks had their best player that couldn't play in New York, you really think that they're not going to let let Julius Randall play in Madison Square Garden? You really think that? Yeah, because it's the NBA versus the MLB. MLB, we don't we don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but we don't know. The percentage of the players who are vaccinated well, they're are not vaccinated. Outside, they're outside too. Okay, so even more so, a reason for them for the state of New York to be like, oh, let's just lift this shit anyways, you know? Because the headline, the headline is New York is you know making it eligible for New York for and for, for for athletes and entertainers. The headline it wasn't Kyrie is eligible to play now because it, no, the headline was. I know that's what, you know I'm, what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say is this. If Kyrie was for the Knicks, right, versus for Brooklyn, I think that there would have been more of an uprising for the mayor to lift whatever thing he had a lot earlier. Like the fact that he had to make a statement about one player. Right. Saying that, like, I'm not doing that for one player. But then, oh, oh, MLB is about to kick off. How many players are? Oh, oh, a lot of players. Oh, shit. That can make it. That can you know make a break a season for either squad, right? Especially the Yankees. Uh, I think it's time to lift this mandate. You well, also, I mean? also, also, too, the uh, the Nets Arena holds what eighteen thousand, and Madison Square Garden holds twenty five k, and both of those stadiums hold close to sixty. Yeah. yeah. So they want their best players there. Exactly. Exactly. So. That's what that's what I'm getting. I feel like, but also, 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 Joel, we just watched a whole whole year of football happen. Yeah, and how many and how many uh, how many teams were affected when when players were down with COVID? Patriots how included. Times did they go to New York and they weren't able to play? I never heard that. I never heard it. I never heard it. Did they have MetLife Stadium? Was MetLife Stadium non non COVID or what? That's a good question. I, I'm not sure because they're in New Jersey. They're, that stadium was in New Jersey, so I think it was just a New York thing. It was yep. just a state of New York. Yeah, when it came to when you came to facing the, any New York team, you weren't playing in New York. You were playing in New Jersey. So I think that's a separate, two separate things. You know, Giants or the or the Jets. You were playing in New Jersey. Yeah, you're right. It is in New Jersey, which is somehow like if Brooklyn was still in New New Jersey, then Kyrie wouldn't have a problem. Yeah. So I mean, you got the. You got the the NBA and the NBPA, you know, putting out a statement saying, like, essentially, all right. So just just listen, listen to this. You tell me, you tell me, you tell me what this means to you, right? You know, the NBA and the the play association, they've achieved a ninety seven percent vaccination and a seventy five percent booster rate among players, required both for league staff, team staff, and referees, and will continue to be strong advocates for vaccination and boosters. With today's announcement. We support the mayor's determination that the old rules treating hometown and visiting players differently no longer made sense, particularly because unvaccinated NBA players will continue to be tested daily. We applaud the mayor 
for listening to concerns of our New York teams, players, fans, and communities, and for leveling the playing field for home teams and their opponents. I don't know. I feel like this statement is false because it's like, was the NBA really fighting for that? For one player when it came to Kyrie, because New York, the, the Knicks are not even, they're not even, you know, fighting for a, a, a playing spot. Yeah, it basically means that, like, you know, you know what I think it is. It's like it's basically like, uh, I really wish that Kyrie wouldn't be affected by this, but like they have to lift it for private sectors because a lot of a lot of businesses in the New York area are trying yes. to open offices and they need people to get open up the offices because the whole thing of like the financial district and wall street and everything in, in, in new york's in new york is like you have people that are out there working in the offices and, and walking around and getting yeah and essentially it, it looks like Kyrie is like you know a hero to those who who are anti-vax which he isn't by the way like i i, I won't stop you know pointing this out he's never said that he's anti-vax he's he was you know, the voice for the voiceless that, you know, had been fired or who who didn't want to get vaccinated, but he's not anti-vax. He's the voice for those that are anti-vax and lost their jobs. While the Nets, you know, are sitting there like, yeah, we don't want him to be a part-time player. And then in yeah. January, like, oh, actually, I think we're about to lose James Harden. So, yeah, we might you to come back. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh that bothers me for a lot of reasons, but mainly because of the whole baseball thing, in my opinion. Hey, I love baseball, and I would much rather watch a baseball game than a Nets game. So. Yeah. So, in case you missed it, Portland Blazers center. Oh, Joel's boy. Yusuf Nurkic, my homie. He didn't, make my, he, he didn't make my list this year, but, you know. No, top 25, Joel. <laughs> He's always in your top 25. God. He didn't make my list this year. <laughs> But my man is being fined by the NBA. Oh, so 40K. $40,000 for confronting a fan courtside. How much? much? $40,000. 40K, my dude. For confronting a fan courtside and grabbing the fan's cell phone and throwing it in, into the stands. Okay? If you haven't seen this video, I've never seen some shit like that. No, like, I've never anything like that and you know what you know what i thought of it i i i've overwatched this video yeah clearly like i've (laughs) i've overthought about it and like the fact i i sort of give the fan a lot of credit because i don't obviously he was wasted right but like he never backed down from a guy that was two feet taller than him looking down at him all right he never backed down okay let's see let's see if you feel the same way when i tell you this uh the second part of this story no i no i know the same part you know, you know the second part okay so according to yahoo sports right the fan that got his phone tossed into the stands by nurkic allegedly shouted your mom is trash and he also said his grandma's a bitch according to league sources nurkic's grandmother passed away of covid back in late uh 2020 so I know um, I don't know if the I don't know if the kid knew that, but obviously it, it struck a nerve, and I don't blame him for doing what he did. Is it worth being uh fined 40k? I don't think so, bro. Especially if, if this is if this is being reported, then I don't know if the league even considered that when they when they gave him the fine. I mean, I'm I'm a big heckler. Would I ever go after their mama? No. 
whatever after a grandmama? No. I think that's I think that goes without saying, right? You no, know, like no family, but, no kids, you know. You know what I mean, like even if the guy was like I just don't know how that had had equates to basketball. If you want to tell him like, hey, you're soft as fuck, yeah. It, it it's like, okay, then you can say what's up, but you can't you can't go after moms and you can't go you definitely can't go after grandmas because you don't know what the fuck's going on, man, no, you know? Man, you can't. You can't. That's not a, that's not okay. So I think it was warranted what he did. I don't think it's warranted the NBA find him 40K for it. He should fight that. I don't know if he's going to fight that, but I think he should fight no, that. No, to be honest, though, what Nurkic did, he can't do. Like, he can't. Do. No, I get it. You can't. <laughs> but, like, he, he didn't say a word to him, bro. He just took the phone and tossed it. But should get up in the guy's face. And he should stare him down and be like, you are nothing. Like, don't even question. Like, he, sh- he can say so many things. Like you don't need to take the phone and toss it, man. Like that was like that was like him being like, "I want to knock you out." But that's what I'm saying. That's the equivalent I, of like, "I can't knock you the f out right here, but I can take your phone and toss it and break I know. it." I know, but <laughs> there's no report show. that it got broken. Just kind of, just kind of, just kind of like, kind of like heaved it. I was like, All right, "Go, go fetch that," type of shit. Yeah, to be honest though, like you can't. Like the, the thing that sucks is like he's now in the wrong because he tossed his phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's warranted if it's true what the fans said. Well, if 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 it's true what the fans said, and I don't, Indiana, you know, I'm not, I, saying, much, I'm not saying he shouldn't get fined. I'm not saying that at all. I just think forty is a little bit excessive if what the fans said is true. See, you know, you know what pisses me off is that we in Boston shit on Kyrie and we say fuck you, Kyrie, and all that shit, and like it's a, because what he did is was fucked up. And like we're we're just telling Kyrie, no, like you suck. Like you, no, your your mom's disappointed in you. Like that's what we just. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. You know what I mean? We're never gonna say your mom sucks, yeah, but like yeah. you suck. Yeah. It's just like, like you can't go after. You can't do that shit, bro. That's the thing. Yeah, the thing. That's that. That's the thing that people need to worry about. That's an unwritten rule. So let's see what happens with that. I don't think it's gonna go away. That's just me. We shall see. All right. In case you missed it. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets have officially signed Isaiah Thomas for the rest of the season after uh, two back-to-back 10-day contracts. He was number 26. Isaiah was uh, there you go, man. I thought it was going to be like 25B for you. Uh, Could have been, but I got yelled at for 25Bs. <laughs> Yo, when, the, when they announced the signing, uh, at, the, at the time, he, this, the Hornets were 7-2. and two, So, I mean, good for him because he, he's playing like 10 minutes a game. Ten or eleven he's minutes a game, he's scoring like eleven points. Uh, I think he's got. I think he's got the young dudes, you know, rolling a little bit. So, I and I think I think for a fact, for a fact, if Peyton Pritchard didn't move into the role that he's moved into, we'd be questioning the fact that inside Isaiah Thomas. You think so? I don't know. I'm, no question why we didn't sign him just for the locker room presence alone and how much that that press conference he had where he was like i love boston i tried to get back to boston yeah but like his whole thing was like you know i wasn't even looking for like a role other than just being you know boston. a locker room presence he just wanted to be on the celtics man again yeah, which i get it I, I understand but you got guys that want to be on the celtics just fucking sign up i know but like like he may said bro there's you know point guard was never a uh a concern for this roster but it's been a concern all year. <laughs> you just want him back for nostalgic reasons. A lot, a, a, legit- a lot of Celtics fans do. I we haven't had a legitimate point guard all year. When I heard that thing, I go, what are you talking about? Really? So Marcus Smart is not, is not a legitimate point guard? Come no, on, man. A bad 
a backup point guard? Who Peyton Pritchard's been our backup point guard all year? Derek Derek White, not a point guard. He's legit. He can play no, I love role if you want him to. I love Derek White. Don't get me wrong. I love Derek White. I think Derek White has been has been a, a, a net positive. But there we go. All right. And last but not least, in case you missed it, Ray Allen, who was uh, in Boston for the for Kevin Garnett's retirement uh, ceremony, has been fined by a Miami judge because he skipped out on jury duty because. When the when the trial started originally, it was scheduled for the day after the ceremony. So Ray requested that the uh, that the, the 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 trial continue on the following day. So on the fourteenth, because the the ceremony was on the thirteenth, and he didn't show up. Yeah. So the judge judge is like, "That's not cool. Just civic duty. So you're gonna get fined." $1,000, and it's going to be donated to a charity of your choice. And and on a separate note, related to this story, Glenn Big Baby Davis is in trouble. Uh-oh. Because the day that Sean and I assisted the uh, Celtics game against the Nets, where Big Baby was in attendance, and I uh, got caught, I guess, in somebody's seats at one point, he was not supposed to be there because that – was against his probation. And you know why he's on probation, right? Oh, really? If we remember not too long ago, uh, several ex-Celtics players were involved in an in a, in a insurance fraud with the NBA, and he was in New York on probation, and he was not supposed to be outside of New York. And he was caught on TV, obviously. So, uh. But then a week later, he was back in Boston, so I don't know how that's going to end up for him. But just thought I'd throw that in there. Because it's all it's all related, but it is what it is. You, you got to go see KG. You got to go chill with KG. I get it. I understand that. All I know is probation is a real thing that no one should ever break. You know, especially if it means like you know when it comes to like the state of New York. Like yeah, don't don't mess with that. And then he was there for the he was he was at the he was at center court for the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, he was granted permission to do like his comedy show, which he has a lot of. <laughs> he's doing a lot of those dates here in Massachusetts uh, uh, coming up, and I think he had permission to go to the KG uh, ceremony, but not, not to go to the game before that. Which I guess he probably thought of that that the KG celebration was that day <laughs> versus the actual day a week later. It's like someone else I know <laughs> went over his head. Hey. uh... Kyrie. Still a great game though. That's like that was a great game, bro. Like yo, that hey. was a yo, my man. No, that was an ill week for me personally. I mean, I went to three games in, in one week leading up to my to day of birth. And the KG ceremony was just the icing on the cake. So I mean, it was dope hanging out with you, hanging out with Evan, and obviously hanging out with Sway and Papa Pavone. So, you know, I can't thank y'all enough for that. So um yeah, before I get emotional here, let's uh <laughs> let's say peace out to the people alright that's going to do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street hit up causewaystreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions you can subscribe to our Patreon page that's patreon.com slash causeway catch up on all season one of uh, both our podcasts on there which is the after show and the one on one with Sway 
Plus, we're also giving away another jersey. So once you sign up, you're automatically entered in the contest that's coming up real soon. So don't forget, subscribe to Causeway After Hours. And as always, Black Lives Matter. Stop aging hate. Let's pray for peace in the Middle East. And let's pray for the people of Ukraine. Doesn't seem like there's any end in sight right now. So let's pray and let's stand for the people of Ukraine. All right. And until next time, we out. Later.